What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boy, joined as always by Glenn Enos. Junior. And that's it. That's it. Uh, Suze is not here, which means no news, which nope. means abbreviated podcast, yep. which means I don't know. I don't know what that means. It means don't be mad at us for missing at out. Be mad at Susan. Because when we have the three of us combined, it's like, uh, it's the Yu-Gi-Oh like, character, Exodia. Yeah. Right. I was going to say it's like Thanos getting all the stones. That works too. It's a good analogy as well. <laughs> I mean, me and, me and Mason ourselves are great. But when you add that special guest to the mix and Susan, it's like all systems go. Just a cherry so on top. If you feel like you're being cheated this week and week as we prepare for week 11, um, once again, disclaimer, don't be mad at us. Be mad at Matthew Souza. Uh, if you want to go chirp him about it, his Twitter's at mzouza120. You should. Matter of fact, not, the, we not, that you'll, uh, not that you'll be able to find it with uh, what the fuck is going on with Twitter because it's on fire right now, but um, <laughs> if you do find him, let him know that you're not pleased. And while you're Let's at it. Why don't you just give the Stellar Stellar Pod a follow too? That's at Stellar Stellar Pod on the Twitter. And yes, obviously, I feel like if, we don't plug that enough. No, we don't. And <laughs> I, if, because we don't plug it, I don't post enough. And uh, I feel like it has to come hand in hand. Those of you who are listening on your podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts, thank you. Let's not forget that we do a live recording every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. on the Twitch. At Stella Stella Podcast. So do That's both. Right, baby. Uh, follow us wherever you can. That way you don't miss out like Susan's missing out today. Mason, you missed out on a win last night. I did. Um, fun fact, that's the second time in this league this year that Devonta Smith has cost me a win on Monday night. Um, so look, Susan's not here, so someone has to say, you know, that – the last year, last week, people went off against me that she had no right doing yep. so. Look, me and me and Fry, I played Jake, uh, I played Fryer last week, um, and our game was an absolute shithole game. Okay, like going into the four o'clocks, I think we both had like seventy point, or I had like seventy points, you got like fifty. But what did I say to you, Glenn, on Thursday night? Before the Falcons and Panthers played, I said, I in before Drake London gets his first touchdown since week three. And what the fuck did Drake London do? He got his first touchdown since week three. Kiss my fucking ass. That was the difference between me winning and me losing. Um, also, <laughs> Jamal, I, that was, it was touchdowns. Touchdowns was the difference. Jake got a touchdown from DeAndre Swift. Who doesn't do anything besides fucking hold Jamal? Uh, why am I going to say Jamal Adams? Jamal Adams, Jamal Williams, hold his water. Okay, yeah. doesn't fucking do anything anymore. Jamal Williams is a guy. Um, he also got a touchdown because every Lions running back's got to get a touchdown, right? Woo, did it, yeah. Did awesome. against me when I played Jake too. So fucking great, dude. Love that. Um, and then yeah, also just. Just, yeah, just that really pissed me off. And then Devonta Smith also pissed me off. Um, 
10.9 points. You know, I can be a little less mad about Devonta Smith because he's at least done this kind of consistently. He's had pretty good duds. Yeah, he's had a pretty good year. Drake London, fuck out of here, bro. You want me to read you his stat line? Here we go. 9.9, 20.6, 12.9. You're like, oh, wow. Wow, he's rookie wide receiver looking good. Oh, wait, 2.7, 5.5, 5.5, 1.4, 5.1, 1.8. And then he had to get back up against into double digits. It's yours truly with 12.3. Fuck you, Drake London. Fuck the Falcons. The team should go to London and fucking stay there. Hmm. I'm That's done. The funny thing about Drake London is... Uh... I, for, I forgot that uh, Jake Aronson traded him to Jake Fryer. So I wasn't checking our scores on Thursday night. I had Cordero Patterson, uh, who will be honorable mention for fuck of the week, but there was someone who performed even worse than him. Uh, he only got two and a half points, Cordero Patterson, after making his return from IR last week and scoring two touchdowns. So that was a big bummer on Thursday night. And then let alone on top of it, this whole time, I thought Jake Aronson still had Drake London. And he didn't. And then when I saw Drake London score, I was like, well, I lost. But I didn't lose because he was on Friars team. So uh, that was some light at the end of the tunnel. And then the brightest light that shined uh, over everything is Justin Fields. Guys, unbelievable in back-to-back weeks. I got to be honest, I had a really good laugh when Panacho said in the chat that JV gives more bailouts than George Bush. <laughs> I really laughed hard at that one. That was really it's, funny. Poor JV, I'm, man. I'm God. not up to I'm not up to speed with my politics and George Bush giving bailout, so I didn't I didn't find it that funny. Okay. Well, I mean, actually, I don't think technically it was George Bush that gave the bailout. It was technically uh I don't know who was all, president. All I know is that George Bush whatever did not eleven. I mean, that's also factual, right? Um, but yeah, uh. You got the dub, though, um, which, honestly, if you could keep beating people that I lost to, that would be great. Um, Just as a whole landscape of the league perspective, though, kind of similar to last year in the sense that at this point in time, it's anyone's game, really. Mm. I mean, even the – I think Gomes and Brendan have kind of cemented themselves – as the top two teams. But then after that, it kind of goes. And the goes difference back was, and, forth, and the difference was last year, I was where Gomes was, like at his position. I wasn't in the mix of hunting for the player. Like I was, I was comfortable by like Thanksgiving. I think I clinched a playoff for a Thanksgiving week. But uh, this sucks. There are eight teams. That make the playoffs, and you might be thinking, "Wow, it's a lot." Well, it's fourteen man, fourteen man leagues, which fuck up. Um, <laughs> Brennan's team obviously in, Gomes' team's in, so it's top three from each division. There's two divisions: the East and the West. And then after the top three from each division, it goes by wild card, the best record. Right now, there are seven teams throughout our league who are four and six, fighting for a possible two spots wildcard spots that's going to be crazy in the next four weeks Craig, this year does suck right now how i'm feeling 
like I said, there's no news. We're not going to talk about big about injuries. Basically, all you need to know is that uh, Dallas Goddard's going to miss some time, and Khalil Herbert's on IR, and I own both those guys. And Cooper oh. Cup. Uh, yeah, Cooper Cup. I don't that's own big. him, but that's very big and relevant. I I have him in my Spinders League, which uh, got my first loss since week two this past week because Cooper Cup uh, yeah. was injured and also uh, – He stunk up the joint too. Oh, and uh, Ken Walker had his arguably not a great game. It was just not a good good, good week all around for my team, um, but – Losing Cup really fucking sucks. Yeah, it, um, it sucks for a lot of people who uh, Cup is probably their actually it should be their first pick this year. But Glenn, hopefully Mike Williams is coming back this week. Man, I hope so. Uh, and Mark Andrews should be back this week as well. So I mean, you know, uh, those weeks early in the season where I was scoring a decent amount, like 110, and I was still losing. Those losses hurt even more now because my team, if I didn't have injuries, I think last week probably would have gone differently for me. Wouldn't have gone differently against Sousa because, you know, Joe Mixon had a game of his fucking life. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, I, I just got to control what I can control. And... Um, just gotta is, move on to the next week, you know. The thing that you have to realize is, Mason, is that we can't control any of this. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just between players getting hurt, trades being made, waiver wire pickups that turn out to be gems. Uh, nobody really controls any of this. It's just, it's an educated guess for most people. Some people's just a shot in the dark, and it works. I traded for Justin Fields. I did not expect him to have back-to-back 39-plus point weeks. I know. It's crazy. But the Bears still lost. And they still lost. <laughs> um, it's just last year, Craig makes a trade with Fryer, doesn't expect Ridley to retire, you know? <laughs> you know, some things you just can't control. And in fantasy, you can't really control anything. It's just all out there. You just, you know, and Craig had Judy getting hurt too, uh, with zero points. Um, Craig, I feel you. Like I said, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of like, if you combine both of our teams, we would just be mass general hospital because that's, uh, that's how it's going right now. But anyways, seven teams, four and six, two playoff spots over the next four weeks. It's going to be fun. And by fun, it's going to be painful. Like, uh, Passing kidney stone. Painful. I was going to say, I have all my hair right now, but you might tune into the podcast in week uh, 13, and I might be bald. Yeah. So, just for the record. Um, <laughs> let's move on, then. No news. So, that means we just go go right over to Stellar Stars of the Week, which are brought to you by Reddit Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Would you like to go first, Mason? Yeah, dude, I will go first. Um, Someone who you alluded to earlier, um, who's actually on your team, uh, Justin motherfucking Fields. This dude has been balling basically since he played against New England. Kind of his get-right game, I guess you could say. 
Uh, so since week seven, he's had a game against New England, 23.36, 26.04. And then that was when JV traded him to you, figuring I'm going to sell high, except he didn't sell high enough because after that, he put up 42.72. And then this past week, which makes him my solo star of the week, why he's my solo star of the week, he put up 39.38 only throwing for 167 passing yards, but still had two touchdowns and a pick. But more importantly, he had 13 carries on the ground for 147 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So he had four total TDs, baby. That's two pairs of of big old TDs, man. Big old. Crazy. Once again, Needed all 39 points. I, I beat Jake Anson by 12. So if he gets, you know, 20 points, I lose. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny how time flies, funny how things work. But, um, yeah, Justin Fields. So now what you're saying is, Mason, if I try to sell high on Justin Fields, I might not be selling high enough. Like next week he'll get like 80. No, no, no. Oh. I'm saying – JB tried to sell high, but realistically, Justin Fields had even more in the tank. So um, I, bought, I bought low is what you're saying. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I wish I had Zay Jones now, though, because uh, I don't have a flex to start this week. So is that, I'll trade your one. Don't have a tight end either. Which – which um which Houston wide receiver would you like? Because I have the whole depth chart on my team right now. Yeah, what did you give me for Nico Collins? Nico Collins? I'll give you Nico Collins. What are you gonna give me? I'll give you uh some chewed and spit out bubble gum. You know what? I'm gonna say no, but I think that's because you're giving me too much in that deal. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to screw you that bad. Uh, my stellar star of the week. It's a real toss-up. But uh, honorable mention, C.D. Lamb. He's not on my team anymore, but this is the C.D. Lamb that I drafted as my first-round pick. 11 receptions, 150 yards, and two TDs uh, for 32.5 half-point PPR fantasy points. However, I just have to dedicate my stellar star of the week to a guy who went above and beyond in what could have been the game of the year. I'm not going to apologize for saying that the Minnesota Vikings are frauds. And I never once have said Justin Jefferson is a fraud because he is the stellar star of the week and might be stellar star of the year. Dude, that guy, guy makes my dick hard. I'm just going to say it. Ten receptions. 139 yards and a touchdown. And he almost had two touchdowns at the end of the game. He didn't. But what the most craziest thing was, fourth and 18, you're thinking, ah, it's Kirk Cousins. He's fucking game's over. Bills win. Cousins throws it up to Jefferson. Jefferson take, throws up one hand and grabs it away from Bills defender. Should have been a pick. Grabs it, grabs it away from him, lands, and somehow secures it without the ball hitting the ground. 
catch of the year, better than George Pickens' catch on Thursday night. Um, when you talk about the catch, the stakes, the moment itself, like this is what goes on a championship DVD for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but that's like usually like a signature moment in the season where it's like, wow, we look back on that moment. Justin Jefferson did the damn thing, and he is that damn good. That's why yeah. he's my stellar star of the week. That guy, he absolutely is crazy. Like, I next year might be one of those years, those rare occurrences, depending on how things shake out the last four weeks. But next year might be one of those years where you could be justified taking a wide receiver with the number one overall pick. I think he's that good, personally. That's just me, though. Um, that's my opinion on that. Speaking of George Pickens, though, you did remind me of something. Brendan was trying to trade me George Pickens, George Pickens, all fucking week. And as I said on this podcast before, I would rather drag my balls through shattered glass Damn. and have George Pickens on my team and have to rely on the Steelers offense. Well, guess who had a fucking good game this week? And I texted Brennan on Sunday and I said, you know, George Pickens ass is not having this good of a game. If you trade him to me, he'd be, he'd have like what he normally does. Like two catches for fucking 15 yards. Just saying. Anyway, that's all. I, I just got to get I'm glad you did. Thank you. Um, hopefully, George Pickens doesn't do that again this week. <laughs> I am now facing Brennan. Hey, now, here's the thing. I'm in like a conundrum here to where this injury news of Goddard and Herbert, I don't know if I'll have enough players to field the team if I don't somehow, you know, snag somebody on the waiver wire or make a trade or do whatever. And I really need to win. But it's to the point where it's like, do I trade – somebody good now to fill a roster for this week only just to lose to Brendan. I feel like I could just like basically concede this week to Brendan and try to plan for the future in the last three weeks of the season, because I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I told Brendan that I said, I don't have a snowball's chance unless Justin Fields literally says, you know, I'm going to drop 80. Then. Hey, man, look, I I think the thing is, number one, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like we could talk a little bit about um, the Bills, like, in general, like, kind of the landscape of the league in general when we talk about the Pickums a little bit more. Um, but as a quick aside, um, Josh Allen could have a bad game due to his elbow strain. Um but I think people are doing that thing where like, they're like, oh, dude, like I've been listening to Felger and Maz this week and they're like, yeah, dude, there's a path. There's technically a path for the Patriots to win the division. It's like, bro, hello, Bauer. <laughs> uh, there is no path. There is no path at all for the Patriots to win the division. The Dolphins and the Bills are so much better than the Patriots are. It's not even fucking close. Like, the Vikings were in that game because I think Kirk Cousins is, as an NFL quarterback, I think he's overrated as fuck, okay? As a fantasy quarterback, he's serviceable, whatever. 
But the reason why they were in that game is because look at the fucking talent that they have on offense, right? I mean, like, Kirk is a decent quarterback in and of himself. I put him, like, right in the middle of the league. But, like, you have a top five wide receiver in the league in Justin Jefferson, maybe number one, right? You have a top top ten, top five running back in Dalvin Cook, right? And then you have Adam Thielen as your second wide receiver. They have fucking TJ Hawkinson now as their tight end. You know what I mean? Like, Josh Allen had a sprained elbow, and it still took all of that talent to beat that team. Like, the, the Patriots are in a completely different stratosphere than, than these other teams. Um, and I feel like the Bills are going into one of those lulls that they have midseason. Like, they lose a few consecutive games. But then, which they did last year, and then they fucking went all the way to the AFC Championship game. So, what I'm saying is, is that Josh Allen could have a bad game for you against you this week. But I also think at the same time, people are overblowing the fact that the Bills have not played well as of re- recently. They didn't go to the AFC Championship last year, by the way. You're right. Thirteen. It seconds. should have been the AFC Championship game. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. The Patriots are a whole different story. I have a woman that I work with, and she's plan. She's trying to plan a, I believe it's a baby shower sometime in January, and for her son-in-law or her daughter and her son-in-law, and her son-in-law has season tickets to the Patriots. And if they're playing in January, that means they'd have to be playing playoff football. So she's like, so she texts me every week on Sunday and like, did the Patriots win or like. What's it looking like? Like, are they going to make the playoffs? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, like they won, but are they a playoff team? Yeah, they could be. If you look at the standings right now, they're I think they're seventh in the AFC. Um, but yeah, I don't are. think I don't think there's anything serious uh, to worry about with them. But I we'll mean, see. the thing is, is they can make the playoffs, but like, I think they would get bounced in the first round. Right now, playoffs would just start today. They'd have to play in Miami. Uh, against hot. against the Dolphins. It's hot down there. It's hot down there. The Patriots have lost four straight against the Dolphins, I think. Or it might just be four straight Miami. Regardless, Miami has always been a disaster for them. And that's just specifically in that matchup. I mean, the weird thing is, though, is that, like, I think the AFC is basically, like, the Chiefs, the Ravens, um... The Bills, and I think the Dolphins. Not necessarily in that order. Uh, you like the Ravens? What's up? You like the Ravens? I don't like the Ravens, but I think they have the talent that they should, in theory, be. Cons- I guess it, depend- it depends. Like sometimes they look so good, and other times they look like absolute shit. See, I like the, I like the Bengals more than the Ravens. Especially but the Bengals when Chase comes back. Yeah, I was going to say the Bengals for me depends how Chase looks when he comes back. Like, if he's the same guy, then, yeah, I'd put, I'd put the Bengals up there, probably ahead of the Ravens. Um, but after that, like, those top, there's those top four slash five teams. After that, the literal rest of the AFC is, like, a jumble match. You have the Chargers. You got the Patriots. Uh, the Jets. Jets. Um, Titans. Titans, uh, I don't know what the record of the the Colts are 
What are they? They're not good. They're like, I know the the Raiders are like two and seven, so they like suck. Three or four games under five hundred. The Colts are, I believe. Uh, the Broncos aren't that far under five hundred, though, right? Yeah, they are. Are they? I want to say they're like three and seven or four and seven. Four and four. And oh six. yeah, you're right. They went and sold okay. off uh, Nick Chubb, not Nick Chubb. Bradley, Bradley Chubb's Chubb. cousin. Yeah, his, his cousin. But, it's actually his cousin. I mean, basically, long. Wait, really? Yeah. Are you serious? Talking about, I was watching while well, in Red Zone, they were showing the um, Browns and the Dolphins, and Nick Chubb, the running back on the yeah. Browns, facing against his cousin, Bradley Chubb. Damn. I wonder if they're like boys or if they just happen to like both be in the NFL, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But my long. That was a long way of me saying, like, the Patriots can make the playoffs, but whether or not they're not going to make it out of the first round. If they make it, it'll be like last year. They'll get in the first round. They'll probably get the shit kicked out of them by whoever they play because they'll be on the road, and that'll be it. And then people will be wondering why Mac Jones regressed. And, yeah, Yeah. that's basically it. So, so stars of the week brought to you by Raider Rumble Vibrators from Jump the Man or Woman started. All right, baby. You know what time it is. Time. Somewhat time. It's time for I just gotta just gotta get ready. You know? feel it. It's time for fuck of the week. Felt that in my stomach. <laughs> For the bass. All right. So um, this week's fuck of the week is none other than AJ Brown. My man, I thought that he got injured and he was out for the game because of this dude's final fantasy total. And Glenn informed me that that was actually not the case. He got hurt for like a play and went back in. Um, AJ Brown, one of the best wide receivers in the league. We'd all agree that top 10 in fantasy this year. Um, surprising he's still a top 10 after this game because he put up 1.2. Uh, what, one reception for seven yards, and that's it. And the Eagles are undefeated now. That's crazy. Well, they are Against defeated. the fucking commanders. Did you watch any of the game at all? Uh, no. It was uh... – Absolutely not. I refuse to be to, to be subjected to death by a thousand. If, if I had watched that whole game just to watch Devonta Smith catch that touchdown right when the fourth quarter started, I would have threw my remote at the fucking TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it started off like commanders fumbled, Eagles scored right away. I was looking like it was going to be like Eagles going to blow them out. Commanders came right down. Scored a touchdown to match. I was like, okay. And Terry McLaurin was balling. I was like, all right, chill, Terry. Like, you know, I'm only up 20. I can't have you, like, go off. But um, they controlled the clock. They kept Jalen Hurts off the field. And the defense made stops on third down. And they were running all over the Eagles. Like, you can run on the Philadelphia Eagles. The pass defense is nice. It's slay. And um, the safety who leads the league in picks, I believe. But, um, yeah, they looked like a team that obviously could be beat, and they were beat by the commanders. I think 
I think the Eagles, obviously with the Cowboys losing to um, the Packers, I think they're still going to probably run away with the division. Still going to be a solid team. But I haven't seen it for a while. Their schedule looked kind of weak. Commanders had the right game plan. Uh, I still think they have a good team. But they can be beat. anybody can be beat in the NFL. I'm not yeah. afraid of the Eagles. I don't think anybody in the NFC should be afraid of the Eagles. Especially after just seeing what Taylor Heineke and company did to them in Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. I think the Eagles scream one of those teams that like in the few like the next few years they're gonna be very good. Um, but they scream like one of the to me, like one of those teams that like they're not it's not their time yet. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, they have A.J. Brown. Their run game has been really good this year. Like, Miles Sanders has actually been pretty good. Uh, Jalen Hurts, obviously, has definitely taken a step as QB. He's been very good this year. They have Jimmy's dog. Um, Had. Now he's hurt. Yeah, I know. But, and I mean, they have Devonta Smith as their wide receiver, too. So, like, they have a very talented roster. I just think, um, like I said, I just think it's not their time yet. You know what I mean? Like, their time will come, but it's not this year. Back to AJ Brown, I saw a meme. Uh, you follow Sleeper app on Twitter? I don't. Dude, you have to. The memes that they put out regarding fantasy is some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. It was like a picture of, uh, you know, like that cartoon drawing of like the guy, Wicked, Wicked Common. It's just like a, basically like a stick figure guy, basically. But he yeah. has like a real face. And it's like we're going into Monday Night Football, only needing AJ Brown to get two points. And it like goes to him like crying and upset. And this AJ Brown gets, you know, one point seven or something. Hold on. I'm gonna look right now. I'm gonna look it up on Twitter. Actually, related question slightly. Do you follow um do you follow the Bills on TikTok? Dude. Craig sends me you know, is it is it the Bills or is it the Steelers? No, it's the are you talking about like the ridiculous fucking memes that make no sense? Yeah, the, they the Bills do that, but the Steelers use that. What happened, dude? The down. Oh, I saw that. I did see happened. that. Oh my god! George Pickens like walking across the field. I I fucking love those TikToks. Oh, I, just, I I found the meme that you were talking about. That's funny. But the Bills, dude. I don't know if I'm, I'll send you their last TikTok that that I saw. Aw. Bean, what? I'll be right back. Oh, I'll be right back. Which means I'm oh, I, I just want to make sure. Well, you can still, I can still talk to you. you says, Craig said, the Eagles got the Saints pick next year, which currently pick four. Scary. Is scary. Oh, Craig, you realize um, that. I don't know if this is Miles Sanders last year or not, but they could draft a running back to just fill in his place, and then he can get the fuck out of there. But, like, I don't even know if they need, like, that ridiculous of a run game. You know what I mean? Uh, that's their bread and butter, I think. When the running game like, makes it even better for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I guess. I was gonna say Jalen Hurts is like a running back in the. They haven't. Two. They haven't trailed at halftime and since until last night, throughout the whole season. That's crazy. Right. So what that means is you're getting out to an early lead, you're dominating the second quarter, and then you're just able to run the ball, and then Jalen Hurts is able to play his game. Um. So yeah, they're good. But I'm not afraid of them. What I'm no. afraid of is uh, the Cowboys 
getting giving Christian Watson three touchdowns on four receptions. That's fucking unacceptable. Dude, um, I got to be honest with you. When I opened my phone on Twitter and I saw the, the video of Mike McCarthy walking into Lambeau Field with the fucking oh jacket God, on, dude, and I saw you quote Twitter, so I absolutely cringe. hate this guy. Dude. <laughs> I was so dying. Bad. So bad, dude. Mike McCarthy walking into Lambeau Field with the, like, with the Vince Lombardi get up like he fucking did anything even close to Vince Lombardi. Come on, dude. Yeah, like his... you won a Super Bowl there, but did he win it? No. That Aaron oh. Rodgers was fucking outstanding that year. They had a great team. Charles Woodson too. Like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and then I I don't, don't want to talk about them right now. I just don't. Um, wrap up fuck of the week, and then we get the pigskin. Uh, yeah, that was that was fuck of the week. AJ Brown. Uh, brought to you by PB and J Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Lube. All right, people's picks. Uh oh, we're climbing the ranks. No, no. I think <laughs> I went 500 last week. Who's leading you? Still Applebee's two for 20, but shoes are right on his ass. Only a game behind. And the trick Crazy. is. You have to beat all three of us to get the special prize at the end of the year. So, as soon as it catches you, doesn't matter if me and Mason are at the bottom. You're right. All right, I am... God, I'm still 12 games back. But I still got time. Because on Thursday night, we have the Tennessee Titans at 6-3. and three. Going to Lambeau Field to face the Green Bay Packers at four and six. Packers have um, what it takes to get back-to-back wins, and no, no, I'm going with the Titans. Me too. Derrick Henry about to run all over that ass. Moving on to Sunday, we got the Chicago Bears and my man Justin Fields going to Atlanta to face the Falcons and my man Cordero Patterson. People picking the Bears, sixty-three percent over the Falcons at home. Yeah, is uh, that bad? No, I just think the Bears have kind of been balling. They've lost, but they've been putting up points. And I mean, this game has the potential, I think, to be kind of a shootout. I'm gonna say it. Just because you said that, I'm gonna it's put gonna up. Be... I'm gonna put up fifty points in fantasy. Take the under. Oh my God! Why'd you have to say that? Um, because I love the people who experience the misery that I do on Sundays. Thanks. I'm picking the Bears. Same. The Cleveland Browns at three and six. Travel to Buffalo to face the Bills, who are six and three after that loss against the Vikings. Bills. Last week of Jacoby Brissett, Mason. Did we get Deshaun Watson? Uh, yeah. That's um, that's kind of crazy. Um, when you think about it. Yeah, season's flying by. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I got the Bills. I don't think there's the the Browns have any chance personally. Philadelphia Eagles are eight and one now, no longer undefeated, and they're going to Indianapolis to face the Colts, who are four five and one. I stand corrected. Four five and one. Uh, I'm picking the Eagles on the road. Yes, Eagles all the way, baby. Jonathan Taylor might be back though. He had a 20-plus point fantasy performance, 
and he had a big touchdown run. Not bad. I don't. Do you think he's back, or do you think it's just gas? Um, I think it's hard to say because their their offensive line has low key been absolute hot garbage. But at the same time, Frank Reich did get fired. Teams usually go on a little bit of a run after a coach gets fired. You know, guys kind of have the ass play a little bit harder for the new guy. Um, Jeff Saturday is also a player, so I think guys probably respect him a little bit more, want to play for him more, um, in my opinion. I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. So if I'm not mistaken, Jonathan Taylor started off slow last year, and obviously he's missed the past, Jesus, being relaxed. He's missed the past three, three games, four games with the, the ankle injury. Right? Um, I think three, but I think he missed a game early in the year, maybe. So, I mean, like, he kind of took a while to get momentum last year, too. Like, he wasn't good right off the rip. And no, I feel like the first four weeks, but we're also in week 10 now. I mean, yeah, I know. But so I mean, right like, now, never. It's one of those things where if you're in the hunt, he could be the difference maker for you. Whereas, you know, he wasn't performing earlier in the season. If you set yourself up and you're kind of in the hunt now, he can be that guy to put you over over the top, like he drafted think, him to be. You think he'll be that guy for Chris? Uh, potentially. Um, Hope not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. But, but I just said, heard, heard JV's trying to move T-Hawk. That's cool. Uh, definitely not. I don't think game script will be good for him this week against the Eagles, potentially. But also, Colts have a pretty decent defense. They've Stephon Gilmore, who yeah. should still be on the Patriots. Made a big play last week against the Raiders. Raiders. Dude, the Raiders fucking suck. Did you see uh, Derek Carr crying at his press conference? Yeah, he's like, dude, I've been a professional for nine years. What the fuck he said? It's like, dude, shut up, man. Like, I get it. You're like the good guy. Like, yeah, everyone knows. Like, you're a nice guy. Well, that only gets you so far when you suck at your job, man. And I don't even, I don't even, I don't even hate Derek Carr. Like I said, like he seems like a genuinely nice dude. But like, like, no, bro. It's just like, dog. My goodwill only stretches so far. Like. Can you do something? Like, like it's like that meme of the guy with the stick where he says, do stuff. It's me, to the Raiders, considering I have uh, wide receivers on that team. I think there's a lot of uh, moving parts with the Raiders. Derek Carr's quarterback's been under a lot, and he's seen a lot just within the past you know, three seasons between the stuff with Antonio Brown, John Gruden. You know, and now this year, all of his weapons are dealing with injuries. You you put a lot on the quarterback. I don't think Derek Carr is that guy. But they made the playoffs last year. Now you get Devontae Adams, but we haven't seen this full team with a full, healthy roster. Waller, Adams, Renfro, you know, everybody out there. So it's tough. And apparently he's upset about the lack of effort in the locker room. Apparently guys aren't... uh, as passionate about the game as he is. 
which I can respect. Um, at the end of the day, he does have to be better for them to be a successful football team. But you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that I hate the guy like you are. I did not say podcast. that. I mean, I, in, in the chat right here, it says Mason Mason hates Carr because he's Christian. Can um, elaborate? Yeah. Uh, fuck you. Uh, um, if I'm a player on my QB cries post game, this is from Craig. I'm folding up shop. Damn. Well, you're not a player, Craig. So we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> what if your uh, wide receiver cries and says, "That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback." I mean, I felt that. Like that, that touched me. You know, like, and I, and I, that carried me to like, you know, deeper in life. Like if I was, if, if somebody was like, say, say if I was playing baseball and, you know, something happened to my pitcher, my catcher, and if for some reason I had a press conference and people were giving my pitcher a catcher shit, I'd be like, that's my pitcher. It's my catcher. Like you have that teammate connection with them. When Avon called Panacho a pipsqueak, I was there, and I said, "Go back to your dugout, dude. Like nobody, nobody, what are you doing? It's baseball." I was Fuck there. Up. I Go remember that. Yeah, that was great, dude. That was bang bang play. Panacho took a sweet ass time throwing it from second to first, <laughs> and the kid was like, he thought he was safe. And we're walking back to the dugout because it's last out. He goes to the ump. He's like, "What happened?" Panacho just walks by. And goes, "You're out." <laughs> <laughs> he's like what the fuck did you say to me pipsqueak I was like alright all right. go back to your dugout dude that kid was literally trying to be like uh, a fucking sitcom bully would you say pipsqueak what if your DH gets the golden sombrero against diamond Yikes. I don't know too bad we didn't have a DH we had a first baseman so can't answer that question it's an interesting what if though that's you know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the New York Jets are six and three. Going to the New England Patriots coming off five, five, and four. Big game for the Pats, bigger game for the Jets. Is this finally the Jets game where they can get over the hump with Bill and say, Boom, we beat the Bills, boom, we beat the Bill. No. Um no? let me Is tell it? you why. Let me tell you why. Because Zach Wilson, Bill Belichick, for whatever reason, fucking messes with that guy's head. Every single time the Patriots play him, he plays like absolute shit. I'm not kidding. He'll probably turn the ball over like three times this week. He does every time he plays the Patriots. So I'm taking the Pats. Not because they're good, but because Zach Wilson is that bad. Hey, wait a minute. Jets are coming off by two. I'm taking the Jets. Okay. Because I think Zach Wilson's going to learn from his mistakes. This game is in Gillette, though. Already beat him in the Meadowlands. I feel like it's a big Ramondre game. I feel like every game's a big Ramondre game because our offense sucks. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to ignore what's going on in the chat right now because. It's uh, it's not fantasy football talk, but 
it's 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 why we have the Twitch chat and it's why we like our viewers to engage as an audience. Um the Los Angeles Rams, the Cooper Cupless, the Cupless. Los Angeles Rams are going to the Nolens Saints for three and seven, and who look like a terrible football team after losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um I'm taking the Rams. Matt Stafford, I think, should be back this week. But holy shit, dude. Like, I watching the Saints offense as an Alvin Kamara owner makes me want to commit sewer slide. I am not kidding. It is one of the worst offenses to watch in the league. Like, it's like the Broncos and the fucking Saints. It's like the Saints have two things that they do. It's either three and out because Andy Dalton fucking blows. He'll, him I'll say I'll hate. I hate him, okay? Andy Dalton sucks. I can't believe that he's still a quarterback in this league. Listen, they do two things. I either go three and out because Andy Dalton throws three two-yard checkdowns, right? Or it's a Taysom Hill 60-yard run for a touchdown. There's no in-between, and I'm sick of watching it. Even he's not doing that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, When he doesn't do that, they lose. Well... It's also frustrating for me as a Chris Olave owner, but at this point, Saints are three and seven. Okay, Andy Dalton isn't the future of this team. Why not play Jameis if he's healthy? Like, what else do you have to lose? The argument when Jameis was healthy when he came back is that Andy Dalton takes better care of the football. Okay, that's fine. Taking care of the football, not turning the ball over. You're basically turning the ball over every time you go three and out because you're just conceding to a punt. Put a guy in there like Jameis who can sling it. Yeah, he takes risks. But what do you have to lose at three and seven? Well, not play Hill at quarterback. That too. Anything right now is better than Andy Dalton. If you can't beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, brutal. I mean, come on. So give me the Cooper Cupless Rams in New Orleans. Detroit Lions are three and six after a big win. On the road, Dan Quinn, I'm sorry, Dan Campbell, Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions, gets his first road win. Crazy. I think he was like, wasn't it like a streak of like 18 or something? Like something like that? Something crazy. Um, I'm taking the Giants, Glenn. Uh, As much as I don't believe in them, they keep winning. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, at some point I have to be like, oh, I, I guess, I guess they're good. Like, I don't know. Where is there? So last week, I don't know what the giant schedule looks like coming up, but. Well, I can check for you. Last week, we, we had the question with the Vikings. Are they legit? Their signature one coming against the Bills. We need a signature win for the Giants. Okay. They, lost, they so, lost to the Cowboys and they lost to the Seahawks. They barely beat, yeah, they barely beat the Texans. Only won by a score. A win is a win. I mean, but what do they, they have coming up? What do they have coming up next? They got the Lions next, but I know they're still going to face the Eagles twice. Um, I think their last games are just. Oh, okay. 
All right, so they got they got a rough schedule coming up actually. So they play Detroit this week. Who say what you want about them? Uh, their offense is at least pretty good. So that'll be a little bit of a test. But I still think that they're they're the Lions. And they play the Cowboys. Then they play the Commanders. Then they play the Eagles. Then they play the Commanders again. Then they play the Vikings. Then they play the Colts, and they finish off with the Eagles. That is not an easy schedule. Um, yeah, I mean, Eagles twice, Cowboys again, Vikings. Colts, Commanders could go either way. Um, but it's not. It's not an easy schedule, and they need a signature win. It could be next week against Dallas. It could be against the Vikings. It could be taking one from the Eagles, too. I, I'm going to pick them at home against the Lions, though, because I just think um, – They'll find a way. Kind of like the find a way Warriors. You know, they'll find a way. Yeah. I think Saquon should run all over this Lions defense. I hope he doesn't. But he probably should. I mean, they've been kind of doing it all year, though. I mean, like like I last, said, it's at some point I have to say, well, I mean. I last weeks. week for Saquon, by the way. Um, if you haven't realized it by now, he's officially back. Like back, back. Like being the guy who could be number one running back from here on out. 35 carries, 152 yards, and a touchdown. A so frustrating, run. dude. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Finish sorry, just one, one, rece- one reception uh, for eight yards. No, so what I was going to say is so frustrating, too, because he was one of the guys that I was going to target in my drafts, and – my drafts just worked out that I wasn't really in the ballpark around where he got drafted or someone took him ahead because they believed in him. Um, and I did too. Honestly, it was kind of between him and Kamara for me where I was uh, in our league, like as far as the running backs went at that point. And I went with Kamara. Uh, and I should have gone with Saquon. <laughs> yeah. So I should have gone with Saquon too. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? A lot of people should have gone with Saquon. It's not just us. Um, the Carolina Panthers are 3-7. and seven, and They're going to Baltimore to face the Ravens coming off by. I mean, the Panthers should get absolutely destroyed in this game. Yeah. Um, 98% of people are picking the Ravens. I am bumping that up to 98.1%. Give me the Ravens. Yep, Ravens, baby. Washington Commanders coming off a huge win are now at 500, 5-5. Five and, five. and they're traveling to Houston to face the Texans, who are 1-7-1. and one. Um, I'm taking the Commanders. the Commanders. God, the Texans suck, dude. Yeah. They're so good. bad. Everyone I was like, hey, they got to throw to somebody. How do they get worse? I don't know. Damian Pierce was good. That's all that matters. Dude, uh, and also they got Eno Benjamin. Rex Burkhead's done. Yeah. Uh, so so is my season. God I damn mean, it, bro. Your season was done if you were relying on Rex Burkhead anyway. <laughs> Sorry. You don't have to apologize for that. That's uh, understandable. Uh, yeah, Las Vegas Greenies. Greenies. This season might be done. Oh, their season's cooked. I can't believe, I cannot believe that uh, 
what's his name came out and said that Josh Daniel McDaniels is at least the coach through next year. Who uh fucking penis head? Uh, yeah. I cannot believe that. They have been so bad. Like, and I don't know if it has to do with Carr also sucking ass, but like it's just like they have been terrible. And like Josh McDaniels has looked like a fucking bozo. Like, yeah, he's not good. Uh, but the but, ball, the fucking Broncos also are not good. Right. So it's a big end. In a um, the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I just want the Raiders to win so bad. I want it so bad. The Raiders. Give me them. Give me that win. I need it. And then at four thirty. The Cowboys, <coughs> coming off a very upsetting loss in Green Bay, now have their hands tied as they go into Minnesota to face the Vikings, who are apparently legit. I don't think they are, because I'm taking the Cowboys so this week. This is a, you know what this is? This is a fucking letdown game. That's what this is. Think? Yeah. I'm taking the Cowboys, too. Did you see the thing that I sent you and Sousa, the TikTok? The, the Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins. Cousins? I didn't have a chance to open it, so it just looks Oh, start. my God. It's so good. You need to watch it. I'll watch it right now. Let's see. It's just a slideshow, but the fucking pictures that they have in are so fucking funny. <laughs> you just... Oh, no. You just lost to the new nightmare. <laughs> Get him his chains. Park Cousins. Park Cousins. And Kirk we trust. Most feared NFL player by state. <laughs> it's just all Kirk. Uh, oh, too good. Man. I laughed. Fucking I laughed so man. hard when I saw the perk pasted over his head. And there was just no text. I was like. What the fuck? And then I was like, Perk Cousins? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me the Cowboys. I don't... I'm probably going to eat my words on this, but... Again, no, you're not. Vikings. You know why? You know, other reason why? It's not a 1 o'clock game. It's a 425. Oh, shit. You're right. Just saying. You're right. Uh, also at 425 with the Cincinnati Bengals... Traveling to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Give me the Bengals. Me too. On Sunday night, I believe this game was flexed to Sunday night instead of the Bengals and Steelers. Kansas City Chiefs, 7-2, going to L.A. to face the Chargers. Um, I'm taking the, uh, the Chiefs, man. Taking the Chiefs. Okay. Um... I got to the Chiefs as well. Nice. Well, another week goes by where we're not talking about how bad Justin Herbert is. Yeah. I mean, granted, they have had a lot of injuries on offense, but he has also not looked good at all this year. So, On Monday night, the battle of dirt and dung continues as the San Francisco 49ers travel to Mexico to face the Arizona Cardinals. Give me the 49ers in that committee backfield 
of Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. What do you think about that, Mason? Um, I'm taking the 49ers. And I, yeah, I don't think it's going to be close. I kind of think they're going to stop the Cardinals, if I'm being honest with you. But what do you think about the committee backfield? I think it's... Elijah Mitchell out-touching Christian McCaffrey. I think that is absurd. Why? Like, should Elijah Mitchell... Because Christian McCaffrey should be outpacing him in carries. Can you make it more even so that you're saving McCaffrey a little bit more? Yes. Because he can already do so much with his carries anyway that I think that's fine. But it is a problem when you have a guy who... Let's be honest. He's not as good as McCaffrey. Not even close. Mitchell? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, McCaffrey should be the guy. He should always be leading in, in touches, in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, as far as, like, fantasy, fantasy-wise, fantasy I mean, like, whatever. Like, don't Like, it's not like Elijah Mitchell is going to take the starting role from McCaffrey. McCaffrey's too good. But he's going to cut so, into his workload, so those 30-point games he won from McCaffrey are going to now turn into 15-point games. Because Elijah Mitchell's getting the other half of that 30, if you know what I mean. I don't think that'll happen. It just happened last week. Yeah, last week, but I don't think that'll be consistent, is what I'm saying. Do you know who the head coach is? Yes, I know. It's Mr. Running Back by Committee himself, Kyle Shanahan. Yep. And this what week's I'm... on Dirt and Dong, Mason. I mean... Dirt. Dong, part two. So, so if I was the 49ers, I would play only Elijah Mitchell this week. Because someone's breaking their shit. You know it. It's on dirt and dunk. Someone's breaking their shit. The question is, do you want it to be McCaffrey or do you want it to be Mitchell? Or it could be someone else. Let's be honest. But what, still. Was part, what was part one, dirt and dunk? Is that Chiefs and Raiders? I think it was Pats and Raiders. I know the Patriots and, and Raiders played in Mexico, I'm pretty sure, a few years ago. I thought it was Chiefs and Raiders. Or was it Chiefs and Chargers? There's been a few games there. So the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs were in one. Maybe Chiefs and Raiders? I don't know. I know the Patriots played the, Raider, the Raiders there, though, a few seasons ago. So, for sure. Hmm. I think it was Chiefs. First game back from the sideways knees, what Craig says. I know the Chiefs. Oh play. yeah. Well, who did they right. play? Was it the Chargers or the Raiders? Uh, I think it was the Chargers actually. Craig, you're the resident expert here. Yeah, Craig's an expert on dirt and dung. All right, mouse picks can pick them. Now we're just gonna foot. Oh, hold on me. Sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Der Burgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Der, baby. Der. Sizzling hot takes for week 11. Hell yeah, baby. My sizzling hot take is that... Um, Tony P 
is going to outscore Dalvin Cook by 10 points this week in fantasy. Okay, okay. At least 10 points. Tony P. Damn. What do you think about that? Uh, I think I think that's pretty hot. All right. That's... You think you got hotter? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I think I can. I think right, I can. Sure. This week, as we said, the Raiders are playing the Broncos. Oof. And in this game, in this game, Corlin Sutton, Cor- Sutton, what the hell? Corlin, Corlin Sutton, god damn. He's going to have his best game of the season by far. And he, with the absence of Jerry Judy, is going to have above 25 fantasy points. Damn. And I'm pretty hot. sure JV's playing me this week, so... This is definitely going to happen. Yeah, reverse psychology. I see what you're doing. No, I have Corlin Sutton in Craig's League. So, I mean, uh, you know, reverse. give and take. Cancelology. Yeah. Cancelology. Because at least if he does well, I'm also doing well. But then the rest of my team in Craig's League will probably shit the bed. So, I'll still lose in that league. But then he'll do well enough so that JV will beat me in the Westport League. That's usually happens. what happens. Um... All right, the Susan Hot Takes brought to you by Der Burgers. Are the burgers good? Der. This is what you call crunch time, Mason. I know. I call Four it clench time. Call it what time? Clench time. Like clench my cheeks. Time. Like. <laughs> like you're clenching them? Yeah. Of the seven teams, who do you think has the best chance to make two playoff spots? No, uh, let me let me see. So I just make sure I got who the seven are. I just want to make sure I got them right. You know, well, I'm out of it. So don't include me. You got yourself, the commissioner, the toilet bowl recipient, the GM of the year. Uh, okay, so let me see. The guy who's only good every three years. So and... it's it's me, Panacho, your dad. Jake Aaron. hasn't won since the merger. So. Okay, there we go. Damn. Um, Glenn, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Uh, I think you got a pretty good shot. Justin Fields really scares me a lot. I don't really know, though, after that. I feel like everybody's kind of a toss up. Be honest. I gotta play Brennan this week with no tight end and no flex. Yeah, I gotta play Brennan still too, and that really bothers me. Um, because he's probably gonna end my season. So, who you got this week? JV. I got JV. Ooh. Yeah, big game. Big, 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 big. Maybe I can trade him back fields. Maybe you can fuck off and not do that. <laughs> Uh, man. Anything else you want to say before week 11 gets underway? Um, nah, man. I uh, hope the Patriots actually win this week. Um, keep it rolling a little bit there. And I 
I hope to God that I beat JV this week. Um, really, really would like that going into Thanksgiving week. Nice fantasy win, you know. Enjoy that while I'm eating my turkey. So, I'd love that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I think, honestly, we should just blame Sousa for whatever happens. I, I would love that. I'd, I'd like to hear his two cents about everything, but we can't. I was going to say, oh, but we can't. We don't have that privilege. No. All right. Um, that'll do it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.